Good morning, everyone. It's good to be with you all again. We're beginning a three-week series on prayer, and our focus today is on prayer as our relationship with God. I believe there are two things that we need to settle within ourselves before we can go any further in our relationship with God. And the first thing is, do we believe that God really does want a close, personal relationship with us? I love the story of a little girl who was praying with her mum and as she prayed, her words kept getting softer and softer until only her lips were moving. When her mum said to her that she couldn't hear what she was praying, the little girl replied, that's okay mum, I wasn't talking to you. That little girl had it so right. When we pray, we're talking to God and no one else. In the Lord's Prayer, when Jesus is teaching us how to pray, he shows who it is we pray to when he says, this then is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. The Bible tells us that God is Trinity. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. In Matthew 3, we're told, as soon as Jesus was baptised, he went up out of the water. At that moment, heaven was opened and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and lighting on him. And a voice from heaven, which was Father God, said, this is my son whom I love, with him I am well pleased. Here we see the Trinity of God revealed, Father, Son and Holy Spirit, all present at the one time. There is only one God but the Father, Son and Holy Spirit is each a distinct person within the one essence of God. I know it's really impossible for us to get our human brains around that, isn't it? But what the Trinity of God tells us is that God has always been in relationship. The Father, Son and Holy Spirit are separated by person but completely united in substance because they are so intimately connected together. And that's important for us to know because it means God is a person who is and always has been a God of relationship. It means God's never been alone, which means he's never been lonely. And do you know what that means for us? It means God didn't need to create us. He already had a perfect relationship between his three persons, Father, Son and Holy Spirit. But God created us because he wanted us to share in that relationship with him. And this is what prayer is all about, our personal relationship with the living God. Because he's our Father and we're his children, God wants more than we could ever know or understand to have a personal, intimate relationship with us. 1 John 3, 1 says, How great is the love of the Father that he's lavished on us, that we should be called children of God. And because we're God's children, I think we can learn a lot about prayer by noticing how children pray. Have a listen to these prayers I found on the internet. Dear God, 
Thank you for the baby brother, but what I actually asked for was a puppy. Dear God, did you mean for giraffes to look like that, or was it an accident? Dear God, I bet it's very hard for you to love all of everybody in the whole world. There are only four people in our family, and I can never do it. Dear God, you don't have to worry about me. I always look both ways before I cross the street. Dear God, is it true my father won't get into heaven if he uses his golf words in the house? Dear God, I read the Bible. What does begat mean? Nobody will tell me. Did you notice there's no fancy words, just focused on sharing with their heavenly dad what's on their hearts? All throughout the Bible, we're told of God's love for us. But these scriptures won't mean anything to us personally unless we really know God is talking to each one of us personally. I wonder how often we read our Bible and know that God isn't only talking to the people of that day. And yes, he's talking to all people today but also specifically and personally, he's speaking to you. The Bible tells us God doesn't just see you as a number or a nameless face in the crowd. This is part of Jesus' teaching in the book of Luke when he says, are not five sparrows sold for two pennies? Yet not one of them is forgotten by God. Indeed, the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Don't be afraid. You are worth more than many sparrows. Many of us know that well-known promise that God gives in John 3.16. And he gives this promise to all people. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. I'd like us now to try something together. I'd like us to read out loud together that same verse, but let's read it out loud as it's written on the screen. For God so loved me that he gave his one and only son that if I believe in him, I shall not perish but have eternal life. Isn't it powerful when you make God's word personal? So God not only so loves the world, he loves you individually and personally. Christ not only died for the sins of the world, he also died for every one of your personal sins as well. Paul assures us of this in Galatians 2. I have been crucified with Christ and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. It might surprise you to know that God really likes to communicate with us. Wherever we read in the Bible about God being with people, we see that most of the time it's him who approaches them. It's him who starts the conversation and it's him who does most of the talking. For example, 50 times in the 27 chapters of Leviticus, we read, the Lord said to Moses, 
The books of Jeremiah and Ezekiel are almost entirely the words of the Lord as given to these prophets. And 10 of the 12 books of the minor prophets start with the word of the Lord. God wants to communicate with us. And in fact, the whole Bible is the word of God given to men to write as God led them. In the same way as we read the Gospels, we see Jesus talk to people much of the time, except when he was talking to his heavenly dad. And it's no different today. God wants to communicate with you. So the answer to our first question is yes. God really wants a close personal relationship with us. The Bible clearly shows us that God is personal and loving. He's relational. He created you to have a close personal relationship with him. He's your father and you're his child. He loves you personally. He sent Jesus to die for your sins. He likes to communicate with you. So now we come to the second question. Do you really want this close, personal, intimate relationship with God? I guess the answer to that depends to some degree on what we think God is like. Listen to what the Bible says that God is like. David tells us in Psalm 18 that God is my rock, fortress, deliverer, refuge, shield, horn of salvation, stronghold, saviour and lamp. David also gives us these characteristics of God. He is saving, worthy of praise. He hears. He gets angry against enemies. He's rescuing, rewarding, seeing, faithful showing, revealing himself, shrewd, powerful, strong, perfect, pure, flawless, shields us from enemies. He is giving and gentle and preserving and living. The complete revelation of who God is was revealed to us in Jesus. And Jesus tells us this in John 14, 6. I am the way and the truth and the life No one comes to the Father except through me. If you really knew me, you would know my Father as well. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. As we read God's word and study the life of Jesus, we see the nature and heart of God revealed to us. But sadly, God is often misunderstood, misrepresented and mistrusted. Some of us here this morning might be disappointed or even angry with God because we think he's let us down. Maybe we think he hasn't done something we wanted him to do. Or maybe things have happened in our lives that we think shouldn't have happened. Maybe that's especially the case right now with the coronavirus causing so much heartache and pain. Maybe some of us want God to be like Santa, where all we're doing is giving him our gift list. Yes, God wants to hear our requests, but we can spend so much time asking God for what we want, when the main thing he wants is for us to connect with him. 
Maybe we think God's waiting for us to be perfect before he'll want anything to do with us. (laughs) Boy, if that's the case, we'd all be waiting forever because perfect we humans are not. Jesus does show us God is personal and loving when he refers to him in the Lord's Prayer as our Father in heaven. But at the same time, Jesus goes on to say, hallowed be your name. The word hallowed tells us God is also majestic and holy. And we need to be aware that when we pray, we are meeting with the sovereign God of the universe, the one to whom all authority and power and glory belongs. But you see, when you think about that, this is what makes our relationship with God so amazing. The one and only God who Paul describes as God the blessed and only ruler, the King of kings and Lord of lords, who alone is immortal, the God who is the same yesterday, today and forever. It is this God who wants to have a close intimate relationship with us. Don't you find that incredible? So are we willing to open ourselves up to God for that close relationship with him? We read in Hebrews 11, without faith it is impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. Faith is believing in God's character, believing he is who he says he is, believing he will do what he says he will do, believing God sent his son Jesus to die for our sins so that we could be forgiven and have a close personal relationship with him. And as we earnestly seek God, he blesses us. And the greatest blessing is a close, personal relationship with him. It's so important to know who God really is. Some of us may know a lot about God, but don't understand that he actually lives within us and is with us all the time, that he wants a close, personal relationship with us. Jesus tells us this in John 14, And I will ask the Father and he will give you another counsellor to be with you forever, the spirit of truth. The world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him, for he lives with you and will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. Before long the world will not see me anymore, but you will see me. Because I live you also we live. On that day you will realise that I am in the Father, you are in me, and I am in you. Richard Foster in his book, Prayer, Finding the Heart's True Home, creates a beautiful picture of what our relationship with God can be like. This is what he says. God is calling you to come home to him. He's inviting you into the family room of his heart, where you can put on old slippers and share freely. He's inviting you into the playroom of his friendship to chatter 
and have fun. He's inviting you into the dining room of his strength where you can feast to your heart's delight. He's inviting you into the study of his wisdom where you can learn and grow and stretch and ask all the questions you want. He's inviting you into his workshop where you can work with him for his purposes. He's inviting you into the lounge room of his rest where new peace is found. It's also the place of deepest intimacy where you know and are known to the fullest. If you struggle with being still with God and allowing him to speak to you, trust me, you're not on your own. Next week, we'll look at how we can connect with God and how God connects with us. But God keeps showing me that the key to living for him isn't waking up every day trying to be loved by him. It's waking up in the awareness that he already completely and wonderfully loves us. I don't always wake up with that wonderful awareness, but when I do, I'm reminded again of how incredible God is and how I can live with hope and purpose when I'm confident in his love for me. If talking with God is new for you, or if you haven't talked to him for a while, I want to encourage you to find a quiet place this week, just you and God, and ask him to help you to draw closer to him. Just as we heard the prayers of those kids earlier, ask God in your own words what he wants to say to you. Ask him to show you how much he loves you and how much he does want that close personal relationship with you. God gives us a promise in Deuteronomy that says, if you seek the Lord your God, you will find him if you look for him with all your heart and with all your soul. That's God's promise to you today and every day. Please join with me as we pray. Father God, thank you that you created us to be in relationship with you and to worship you and serve you. Father, help us to set aside the time to be with you, to talk with you and to listen to you and what you want to say to us. We're sorry when we don't do that and we miss out on all you have for us and miss out on the opportunity for you to remind us again of your love and your leading in our lives. We need you, Father God. Help us to trust you, to rely on you, and to live each day for you. And we pray these things in the name of our Lord and Saviour Jesus. Amen. <laughs>